Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Have you ever lifted a piece of furniture and found the carpet underneath looks brand new while the rest of it looks, well, not brand new? That's when you realize you need new carpeting. At The Home Depot, we have a wide selection of all the top brands. Best of all, we'll install it for you. And even better than best of all, we install it free. So all you need to do is choose from our hundreds of styles and colors. Start your installation today at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Minimum purchase of $4.99. Exclusions apply. U.S. only. See store for details. Welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Quentin. I've got my brother Travis with me, as always, and we're riding that gravy train, bro. And by train, I mean school bus. Last week, we covered Hot Rod Circuit, and we're going to cover some label mates today for our sidetrack band called hey mercedes when you listen to this band does it bring as much nostalgia to you as it does for me the track that we just played for the intro and then the track yeah. that we're covering yep are the two tracks that do that for me because i i don't think i've ever listened to this all the way through and those two tracks have just stuck with me for years so yeah. i'm glad that we're we're talking about especially the track in, in particular today that we're talking about because it's a it's a killer track man and it it's good. It's, there's a reason that like I I always go back to it, you know. Yeah. So our intro song was called "A List Actress," and so there there are no singles on this album. It's all fair game. Uh, I really wasn't planning on doing much at all for this episode, <laughs> as far as like diving into details about the band, anything like that. We we're just gonna play one song and and just one and done. But I kind of looked into it, and these guys kind of have a history as a group so we're gonna we're gonna dive a little deeper dude um so for starters they are on the label vagrant records when this album comes out again this was 2001 same label that hot rod circuit was on so jump back to our episode from last week and give hot rod circuit a listen all i gotta know about vagrant vagrant records is they just churn out the fucking hits and they they just polish these emo you know pop punk bands and it's kind of spit out radio friendly kind of stuff the guys in hey mercedes were in a band called braid have you heard of braid before i have actually yeah i think i've listened to them rings a bell right yeah yeah so they are an emo post-hardcore band 
They started out in 93, so they were early on in the game. Uh, and they've been off and on all the way to present day. Here's the thing about Braid. 75% of Hey Mercedes is Braid. So they released three full-length albums before disbanding in 1999. So what happened was one of the dudes split off to dig it, to dedicate more time to another band that he was in that was just a side project at the time, and then he decided to go full-on with that band. But here's the thing. So I wanted to play a song from Braid, and we'll treat it like it's the same band. You know, it's pretty much the same, guys. And let's just see what Vagrant did with him, you know, just like with, with Hot Rod Circuit. So here's a song from Braid from their third full-length album called Frame and Canvas. Uh, so here's the first track on that album. It is called The New Nathan Detroits. think man i liked it i liked it me too yeah i've actually listened to um i haven't listened to that record but i've listened to the one that came out before that called the age of octane mm-hmm. and i think i listened to a little bit of their first one frankie welfare boy age five yeah that one has like 26 songs on it that first one and most of them are under two minutes yeah uh so yeah much more sporadic way more interesting yeah i think so too but 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 the funny thing about this though it's kind of like with Hot Rod Circuit last week when we played some of the early stuff. It sounds more, um, I don't want to say genuine, but it sounds more like yes. amateur, more raw. Well, yeah, no, but like, so that's what we were kind of, that was our conclusion with Hot Rod Circuit. They went is, to Vagrant. It's Vagrant Records <laughs> yeah. that's doing this. Right. Notice the other vocalist that, that also plays a part in Braid. His name's Chris Broach. He is the guy that leaves the band. Okay. And so, Hey Mercedes does not have him present. I think he, his voice is a really great, like, it's a really good match with the lead singer, Bob Nana. Uh, I think it, it, they play really well with each other because Chris Broach brings the screams, you know, and the, the more harsh vocals. Bob has a very 
delicate voice and he you know brings that along with him to hey mercedes and again they get signed to vagrant records so we're going to jump to 2001 uh with hey mercedes first full-length album it's called every night fireworks so travis i think we've mentioned before pitchfork you either love them or you hate them well i I think we've also kind of talked about how like earlier pitchfork articles and reviews yep. seem to be super pretentious and like brutal too. Yeah, brutal. To, to the point where like I I think it was what it was called Pitchfork, right? I mean, I feel like that's what they're what they set out to do. You know. Well, here's the funny thing, dude. I I just realized. You know why it's called Pitchfork? Because they're fucking it's the pitch. Works. No, dude. I mean, maybe it's a, it's a, you know double meaning, but you know what a pitchfork is, right? It's the thing that you freaking you fucking poke with your. With. No, dude. You <laughs> you tap it and it it has a you know the the pitch. It's got oh shit. You know what I'm talking about? It's got like the God. We sound oh. so dumb, dude. But yeah, but the you logo. I mean? Yeah, but the logo is a pitchfork, not a tuning fork, which is what you're thinking of. Tuning fork. Yeah, bro. Not, it's not called tuningfork.com. Cute. It's called <laughs> pitchfork. All right. Well, I just I was just thinking about that the other day, and I was like, Am I some kind of fucking idiot? <laughs> well, but, no. Uh, it turns okay. out you're not. All right, well, so they gave this album a 3.0. They may have had a good reason for doing it. They did, and here's the dang. Here, here's the dang. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's the dang. So this guy who wrote this article, or who wrote this review, yeah, he's a Braid fan. Okay. Well, then, so, that, that, and, you know what, dude? That makes perfect sense. That's, that's like if you're a Blink fan, and you're like, I don't like this box erasure bullshit. Well, here's what, he, well, here's what he does, dude. He blames it on Vagrant. Okay. He says... Um, dude, I totally understand. No, I, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Although I like this stuff. You know, I, I like this song a lot, but I wasn't a Braid fan before, so... Yeah. So he goes... Uh, here's a quote here from, from Pitchfork. He says, Given Vagrant's habit of churning out slick pop-punk product for chain wallet accessorizers that just came down off a bad Blink-182 bender, the warning flags were raised... So, with that, let's play our track for the day. I mean, I feel like you and I need to to praise it a little bit before we play there. Because now we're just like, okay, you know, listen to what this guy says about how terrible this is. Now let's well, play okay. this song. You know what, dude? I was going to save this quote for a little bit later. But here's how the guy ends the review. And it's fucking spot on, dude. Okay. He goes, of course, it's completely possible that I've just outgrown the tar- target audience for Nana and Co., Somewhere in suburbia, I'm guessing there's a 15-year-old kid just now discovering Hey Mercedes <laughs> and thinking they're the greatest thing ever. Dude. Uh, <laughs> he goes, uh, I'm going to skip ahead. And he goes, and maybe my dissatisfaction means I'm actually disappointed and angry with myself for outgrowing that rockin' inner teenager and becoming a crotchety old fogey. Oh, man. <laughs> He's so, us but- now, dude. Dude, I mean, we weren't 15 in 2001, but we were damn close to it. Yes, we were, we were approaching um, 15. And we may have been 15 when we grabbed the record. Yeah, we might yeah. not have grabbed and it I'm, when it came out. But let me say this about this, about Every Night Fireworks. The album as a whole, it is kind of a snooze fest. Yes. And it is kind of a safe bet, radio-friendly album. That's Vagrant. That um, sounds like that's what Vagrant did. Yes. They were, and so, they were but packaging I, them up slapping a bow on it another thing that they lost though with with chris broach was his guitar playing uh which also complemented bob's style of guitar playing really well so now it's just a little more tame the song that we introed in with a-list actress and this song that we're about to play 
I think are the best moments of the record. So here is our sidetrack for the day. This song is called Frowning of a Lifetime. Yeah, I love the chorus. Uh, I love the I love the harmonizing. Uh, yeah. It's great. Yeah, I've always loved the the bow arrow apple. Yeah, the imagery is really cool. You know, you just think of a person with an apple on their head, at least I do, or an apple in their mouth or something like that. Oh yeah, with yeah. an arrow, somebody aiming an arrow at them. Let's read the lyrics here. Uh, he goes, "Some days I can't help but wake up helpless. This good night girl has got me all arms ready. She might sell them all, but I can tell." The worth of her three weary words. Not what you would guess. Bow, check, arrow, check, apple, check. Oh, I didn't even think. Yeah, I forgot about that. The other guy says check. The other guy says check. Yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah. That was one of those those CDs that I picked up at CD Addict. We talked about that store last week. Shout out to Market. What's it called now? Um, uh, Mad World Records. In Denton. Yeah, shout out to Mad World Records in Denton. That was one of those CDs that he you know, pointed me towards and it must've been a used CD because I, I took it out and listened to it. He had CD players set up around the store so you could listen to it. And yeah, I mean, it was one of those things like I must've listened to the, for the first three songs or so because track three is a list actress and I was hooked and I'm like, Oh, I'm fucking buying this today for sure. So I will say kind of like what that guy was saying from the pitchfork review. It is kind of a snooze fest. But I'm going to quote someone else here from music film magazine called Hybrid Magazine. I, there's no date on this 
review, but I'm guessing it came out when the album came out in 2001. Um, this person says, you know, all said and done, Hey Mercedes are just plain fun to listen to. Their spirit and ambition are definitely infectious, and I defy you to sit still while listening to this record. This is not one of those records where you give up on. And at least, you know, it, it holds my attention enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun record. We'll just leave it at that. Definitely worth the sidetrack, I think. Yeah, and it's a good sidetrack for Hot Rod Circuit because they're both on the same label, and we're kind of making the case here that... It proves what Vagrant yeah. did to these boys. <laughs> right, super produced. Um, yeah. But, so, but you know, polished, right? I mean... Yeah, and that has a lot to do with the person that produces right. the record, too. Jay Robbins. This Pitchfork guy refers to Jay Robbins as the increasingly commercially-minded guidance... Every rough edge is polished up to a shimmering radio-friendly gleam. <laughs> See, I don't know if that's an insult or a compliment. I mean, dude, if, if that's your job, then that's a compliment. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But, you know, you can make the case that, like, a, a good producer knows when to let something be more raw and emotional, you know? Yeah, but if Vagrant was like, Robbins, I want you to be spitting out radio-friendly hits, bro. Sure. Nothing but that. Then job, job, you know, mission, job well mission accomplished. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, that's a Mercedes. That's every night fireworks. Another album just filled to the brim with nostalgia for me, dude. Indeed. And that's what this is all about. That's what this is. We're going bus trips back to school. <laughs> all right, Q. So next week we're going to change it up a little bit uh, as far as the sound and what else, what what can we say about this record, man? I, I don't know, man. But this is an episode that I am super, super excited about doing, dude. And playing these tunes with you, man. I haven't listened to this album with you in a long time. Yeah, there's something about these these tracks, man. And we, we saw these guys open for Foo Fighters, which was really cool. Yes. This is a record called Antenna by a band called Cave In. Uh came out in 2003. So we're, we're going right along here on the bus stop. Yep, the bus tour, and um, yeah, this is a little bit more, a little bit more um, heavier. It's it's not, I wouldn't call it emo at all. Um, no, this is more alt rock. But hey, this is another one of those examples, dude. You jump back and listen to their older stuff. They were heavy, dude, heavy before this album. Would you call them? Was it metal? It was nothing but screams, bro. Well, here we go, dude. They're, the on their Wikipedia page, Metalcore is one of their there one of is. their labels. So yeah, Metalcore post. And we're jumping the gun, and and maybe we'll go back and listen to some of their older stuff, kind of like what we've been doing here. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, you know. See, I, what I want to know is, and we'll think. Oh, actually, I think I just answered the question. Don't, hey, dude, don't <laughs> spill beans, man. Okay. Well, <laughs> this is gonna be the, this is gonna be another case of they get signed to a record label and come out with antenna i tried now maybe i just wasn't the right age or yeah you know, i didn't i didn't know better right i wasn't into any kind of screaming kind of music when i tried to listen to their older stuff but it's night and day so anyways we're gonna cover that next week all right dude it's what you heard time and hey we should mention we just threw together a spotify playlist of all of our what you heard songs from episode one until now and every single song that we've played on this podcast as a what you heard is on this playlist so every single week we're going to update it and throw on new songs 
Uh, if you hop on our Twitter page, uh, I've got a, a link to the playlist. If you search for us on Spotify and you type in what you heard with an apostrophe, that's kind of confusing. Just look for us on uh, what, what you heard. What you what, heard. What, <laughs> that is kind of confusing. I think it should be what space cha heard. I don't know. Leave it. Watch Just it. leave it. Watch leave it. it. What's it's fine. You, I can change. I can change it. <laughs> what you? I don't know. What what you heard? That's how uh, we say it. I don't know how you. How, how phonetically would that be spelled out? What you? Well, because what you? I think the apostrophe yeah. should go after. Don't the even. T. According to Urban Dictionary, you don't even need the apostrophe. Okay. Well, I like it. All right, fine. It's fine. Whatever. Anyways, dude. Right now, this thing's sitting at seven hours long. Over a hundred. No, it's eight already. hours and twelve minutes. What the hell's wrong with my computer, dude? Eight hours, 12 minutes, 112 songs. That's crazy. Yeah. That tells you how long we've been doing this, Q. I know, man. Um, anyway, so a little uh, Easter egg uh, cookie, if you will. If you... Hang on, dude. Is it a fucking Easter egg or is it a cookie? It's an Easter egg. Okay. So a little Easter egg here for anyone out there who may have stumbled upon our music blog that we've mentioned from time to time that we used to run called new dust. The little doodle on the cover of this playlist of the, what you heard playlist is done by uh, Quentin. It's done by me, dude. The one and only Q sitting right here. Well, you're not sitting right here, sitting, I'm sitting here, sitting in Washington. Yeah. I'm sitting up here. So you drew that for, um, for the blog. And this was like an early logo. Actually, you had, you had the logo, the, the word new dust spelled out by the core that goes between these two cups. Yeah. It's one of those like string and cup telephones. Yeah. And, and someone's th- talking into it. The other person's listening. It's perfect I mean, for this podcast. It's perfect dude. for perfect. what you heard, dude. And it's perfect for, it's perfect for the podcast. That's you. Oh, you're right. That's me chatting oh my God, dude. over the internet. So anyway. So yeah, that's it. Uh, I got a what you heard that I'd love to play for you first, dude. Well, are you sure? Let me let me go first because it sounds like the one you got in store may require some 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 chatting about, right? Sure. Yeah. All sure. right. So this is the one that I actually this is the what you heard I had in store for last week, but then I listened to that song from Tops and, and wanted to bring that instead. So I've been listening to this record now for about two three weeks, and it's solid, man. Uh, it is a self titled record. By a band called Big Bite. I don't know much about them. Uh, sounds like they are from Seattle, Q. They're from your neck of the woods. Cool. And um, it's shoegazy, but not not over the top, like over you know hitting you over the head with it. It's right. um, it's dream pop shoegazy. So it's I'll no my bloody Valentine. No, it's not that. It's not okay. over the top reverb and shit like that. But it's it's uh, got that kind of. You know, it does have reverb, but uh, <laughs> I'll I'll let you I'll let you decide. Q. the guy sings very with a very monotone voice. Um, okay, that kind of reminds classic me classic shoegaze, right? Right. Of it actually reminds me of Mr. Nathan Forster. He was on our Radiohead hey. episode, one of our Radiohead episodes. Um, anyway, so uh, we're gonna play the very last track on the record, which proves that I've listened to this all the way through. Q. that that proves it. And it proves that every track's a banger, if the last one is a banger. <laughs> so this so this, we, uh, this song is called Paralyzed by Big Bite. Paralyzed 
That just checked all the rent boxes, dude. Indeed, it did. All of them. Drumming's great. The, the bass line's great. The guitar's great. His voice is great. Just, I'm just go ahead and add it to the playlist, man. This is so convenient. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> there you go. If you're if you're following our... Here's the funny thing, Q. If you follow our What You Heard playlist, you will oh, get to right, hear dude. it before the episode even comes out. Hold up. So Should I go that route? Yeah, I guess that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, here's the thing. If you if you follow us, you'll get to hear the coming week's What You Heard's uh, a week before anybody else. A week else. early. And yeah. you'll get to hear us talk about it. So you can hear it, and then you can hear us talk about it and kind of give some background to the band uh, on the on the following episode. Now we just have to actually remember to do this every time, but this should be relatively easy since we play these from Spotify. So anyway, again, that was a Seattle band called Big Bite. And I'm going to quote KEXP here, Q. They've got an article on these guys, of course. Your go-to for new music. They say here, for such a focused set of songs... Big Bite has crafted an album expansive in the duality of its moods. Equally concrete and esoteric, moody and buoyant, overcast and scorching, Big Bite has unexpectedly joined the pantheon of stellar... Ooh, I just said pantheon. Yeah, Pantheonpodcast.com. Of stellar rock records superlative for plowing through a Seattle summer. There you go. Nice. This record came out in 2018. They do have a new record out since then. I haven't listened to it yet. Anyway, that was a big bite. All right, Q. Sounds like you you have got a band that actually reached out to us. Is that right? Yes. And I I swear I have not listened to this yet. I remember seeing the email and I I didn't uh, you know didn't play it. Didn't get around to playing it, which is good because now I can react to it live right now. Here we go. So yeah, one cool thing about you know our e- having having an email set up for people to reach out to us. You know, we don't cover brand new albums, you know, as our main topic for a show. That's just not a thing we do here. But we have our Whatcha Hurts, you know? So if you're a band and you got something new or something old and you, and you want us to give it a listen, send us an email. I guarantee you it will reach out your buds. Uh, our email is nofillerpodcast at gmail.com. This is a band called Hoven Weep. It's all one word. They are self-described desert rockers. Okay. They're from, uh, I want to say Phoenix, Arizona. And so they are in the desert. They're literally desert rockers. Okay. Uh, They just released a four-track EP, came out earlier this year in March. Uh, I'm already excited about that artwork. Dude, dude. I know, right? Isn't it badass? I love the the font. It Mm kind of reminds me of... uh, like the font that, that a lot of the Yes albums have, mm, you know? Mm, 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 yeah, dude. Uh, so are, were they, are they progressive in any way? There are a lot of things, dude. Okay. Let me just... Uh-huh. Uh, so they are, quote, a potent mixture of heavy psych, stoner rock, and doom. Okay. Sonically rich with psychedelic wizardry, yet focused Ooh. and dynamically explosive. Psychedel- this, uh, wait, psychedelic wizardry? Wizard dream. Okay. The, uh, dude, I'm uh, the hype right so now. Let me just say this real quick, dude. Most of these songs are close to seven minutes. Uh, As none of them are under, it should be. None of them are under five. Okay. Uh, we're only going to play a couple minutes of it, but all these songs deserve a listen all the way through because the songs, 
kind of progress and change. Now here's what's interesting. If if you like this, that's yeah. that's saying a lot because you're you're um you're not as seasoned of a, a, a fan of, of, of doom, but the fact that they sprinkle in psychedelic, that's probably what's bringing you in. Right. Q. Cause you're a big psychedelic yes, rock fan. Absolutely. All right. And, uh, yeah, dude, let's do it. Let's so we're going to play the first track on this EP. The EP is called Salvian journey. This song is called cave.
Whew. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So I'll tell you who I was reminded of. And hopefully this is not, hopefully they're not like, oh, God. really? Because uh, they <laughs> might, they might not like this. But I, I think I'm reminded of the lead singer of King Buffalo and some Paul Bearer as far as like the uh, instrumentation and stuff. A little bit of, the, uh, a little bit of those guys in there. For well, sure. this is your your wheelhouse, dude. I don't I have no idea who you don't know who is. Paul Bearer is. No, man, teach me. Um, okay, so Paul Bearer was like the poster child of like Doom a few years back. Uh, well, that sounds like a compliment to me. Then dude. it is a compliment, but you know, depending on you know how some bands, you know, they 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 are they want to be their own sure sound, and I'm not saying by any means that that uh, what I'm hearing is like oh they're obviously trying to be uh king buffalo or paul bear i'm saying that's what i'm hearing which is a compliment yeah and i'm also hearing a little bit of elder too and i don't nice. know if we've ever heard have i played elder on this podcast before it's, it's possible yeah it wasn't a what you heard because i just went through the whole damn catalog of our what you heard songs one of these days we'll circle back to doom and we'll do some paul bear we'll do some elder cool although i wouldn't really call elder doom but that's another conversation. Anyway, Elder is more kind of like the psychedelic, the you know psychedelic uh, side of it. So yeah. that's probably where I heard some Elder in there. But yeah, it's good. It, it's it's solid. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and so these guys have only been around since 2018, and this is this is their first recorded efforts. Man, I'm excited to hear more from these guys. Well, yeah, um, that's that brings up a good point. If you're if you're a band out there, and you want to uh, you want your music to show up on on our podcast and, and hear us talk about it, shoot us an email, no filler podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us a link to your, your band camp or your SoundCloud or your Spotify. And, uh, we'll give it a listen. And if we like it, then we'll play it on the, on the show. And, uh, yep. and that's that anyway. Yeah. So again, that's, uh, an album or it's a little four track EP by a band called Hoven weep. The album is called Salvian journey. All right, dude, let's wrap this puppy up. Yes, yes. This is a long sidetrack episode, but it's all in good fun. We're all just having a, having a good time here, just chatting. It's all in good fun. Riding the school bus down the road, and dude, the next stop is going to be fucking... Dog. This is I one of those... You can't know, wait. I know. We've talked about albums before that have been... Uh, on the on the the master plan of albums to talk about since the origin the inception of this podcast and this is one of those albums that has been yeah on our list of records to cover and I'm, this is a perfect time to do it like this is a great great time to do it and there is something exceptional about this record and uh, we'll get into all that next yeah, week. Yeah, I can't wait to revisit it, man. Yeah, it's it's great. So again, next week we're covering Cave In and their album from 2003, Antenna. Yes, that's right. Okay. All right. If you want to get in touch with us, you can chat with us on Twitter. At No Filler Podcast is our handle. Shout out to Tyler, who's been uh, chatting with us back and forth a little bit recently. Uh, we connected with with spoon um with the band spoon and uh i think that was his mr tyler point. darling tyler dude he's darling. a bigger spoon fan than we are I'll, I'll tell you that much yeah which is saying a lot yeah uh, yeah yeah he he's he's active on the on the message boards and uh so i went i went on the message boards which are still active which is crazy to me because 
It's is this still it's still spoonthebandcom huh? Yeah, it is. Yeah. But he like he might as well be the moderator. He's he's that's awesome. all the posts are from him. He's either interacted or has posted something. Anyway, um yeah, so I think that was our entry point for him. He found found no filler um when we did that stint of spoon records where we covered like four or five spoon records. Anyway, um yeah, so you can talk with us on on Twitter. We're pretty good about responding. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you want to hear us talk about. And uh, chances are we'll find a way to, 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 to chat about it in one way or another. Um, whether or not it becomes a full-length episode, you know, that remains to be seen. But just chat at us. We'll, we'll talk with you. Um, and then, of course, you can find us on our website, nofillerpodcast.com, where we have all of our previous episodes going back to episode one. You can find show notes for each episode including track lists or every track we talk about, including what you heard will be on that page, the episode page for that, for that episode. How redundant is that? <laughs> anyway. Um, and of course we are part of the Pantheon podcast music network podcast network, I should say, which is a, a network of like-minded music podcasts. Uh, you can find a ton of great music podcasts on that network. Everything from, shows devoted to Weezer to shows that dive way deeper into the history of rock and roll than we ever do. Uh, you can find it all on pantheonpodcast.com. A lot of great content on there and that's it. Enough yapping next week. We'll talk about Kevin and that's going to be an amazing episode. I can't wait. So Q, what do you got for our outro song here? All right, man. So Hey Mercedes re-released every night fireworks uh for its 15 year anniversary and they tack on uh an ep of theirs called the weekend which came out a few years later and then they also throw on two covers that they did uh and i was pleasantly surprised to find out that they covered this song did you ever remember or know the song the promise I feel like that is ringing a bell right here. Well, the artist is called Win in Rome. Which... Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I know that song. Well, they fucking nail it, man. Oh, that's and they cool, put their man. little hey Mercedes spin on it. Nice. So we're going to run with that for the outro. Uh, and yeah, thanks so much for listening. My name is Quentin. My name is Travis. Y'all take care.
My name is Damone Carter, a.k.a. Dem One. And I'm Nate LeBlanc. And we are two-thirds of the crew that hosts the Dad Bod Rap Pod. Our third co-host is internationally acclaimed hip-hop writer David Ma. As the name of the show suggests, Dad Bod Rap Pod is a podcast where men of a certain age discuss, debate, and dissect rap music. While we are somewhat classicist in our tastes and grew up listening to hip-hop from the 80s until now, we are also interested in the music's present and future. Over the past 115 episodes, we have interviewed rap legends like Prince Paul, Del the Funky Homo Sapien, Roxanne Shante, Cool Keith, DJ Premier, and even the proto-rap group The Last Poets, just to name a few. We also make it a point to talk to writers, commentators, and creatives shaping the genre. We've interviewed journalists and best-selling authors like Nathaniel Friedman, Jeff Weiss, Hanif Abdul-Rakib, and Adam Mansbach. And as Nate mentioned, even though we are products of the 80s, 90s, we take time out to talk to some of the most important voices in rap today. Groups and individuals like Little Brother, Open Mike Eagle, Billy Woods, and Rap Ferrer. If you don't recognize any of those names, that's okay, because what we love most on this podcast is to introduce old school fans of rap music to new music that we know you will love. New episodes every week on Thursday. We are the Dad Bod Rap Pod. Have you ever lifted a piece of furniture and found the carpet underneath looks brand new while the rest of it looks, well, not brand new? That's when you realize you need new carpeting. At The Home Depot, we have a wide selection of all the top brands. Best of all, we'll install it for you. And even better than best of all, we install it free. So all you need to do is choose from our hundreds of styles and colors. Start your installation today at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Minimum purchase of $4.99. Exclusions apply. U.S. only. See store for details.